Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this week is Chris Reynolds. He is the host and founder of the Entrepreneur House and the Entrepreneur House Podcast. Welcome to the show, Chris. Jordan, I am honored and very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. So let's just start briefly with your uh, story. It was quite a, a dramatic story, I guess you might say, uh, <laughs> to uh, become the person you are, which is to help multimillionaire entrepreneurs become successful and leave to the next level. But just briefly tell us your story and how you got to where you are now. I'll speed line as fast as I can. Uh, but really kind of a pivotal moment in my youth was when my mom bought me the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And at, I was in grad school at the time, actually, getting a, just a general MBA. That really kind of completely changed my thinking because even what I was learning in grad school was still completely different from what the wealthy and successful um, entrepreneurs and business people were doing. And so I started to think about entrepreneurship on a different level from that moment out. And that was in 2003, I suppose. And um, after a couple years, after grad school, I moved to Phoenix and I got into the mortgage industry. So I was riding the wave um, of the late or the mid 2000s before the financial crash. And then it, I started my own business after a couple years in the mortgage industry. I started my own business in real estate. And after about um, a year, I, I rode that way for a year, and then I then that's when that housing crisis and global recession hit. And um, at that point, you know, I had learned a, a lot about business. I thought, but I had not learned what a f living through a global recession can really teach you, especially when you're an entrepreneur during that time. And when I hit rock bottom, I hit rock bottom, I went broke, like broke, broke, like, um, you know, I couldn't afford to pay my rent. I had to find side jobs. I, you know, did everything I could just to you know, pay the grocery bills. And it was a hard lesson. But one thing that it really taught me and what I learned today is the importance of keeping your eye on your money. And not just a little bit, not just, you know, checking the bank account every now and then, uh, keeping your eye on your money in a personal financial system to help you build your wealth, and especially in your business. So then um, after a couple years of reestablishing myself, I came across this book, which I think is amazing. It's called The 4-Hour Workweek. And it's basically a steady guide to build online businesses and travel the world. And in 2011, um, I'd start building businesses online. On 2011, I got the opportunity. I finally just bought a one-way ticket, moved to Costa Rica. And since then, I'd been building businesses and traveling the world, living in a dozen different countries or so, and um, living out my dreams. Excellent. So let's just go back to the crash a little bit. So what business yeah. were you in, the real estate in Phoenix, and, you know, how, how did it happen as you saw things go down and how did you react to it? Yeah, so it was an interesting business that I was in. I was in, involved with a company called Nuva Riche, which was a network marketing company. Are you familiar with them, Jordan? Yeah, that real estate education company, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so ba basically you paid them $20,000 and you got two years of real estate investing education. But then you also, uh, as a team, you would team up and go buy real estate yourself. And so it was, it was, it was a crazy time because... 
I saw the mortgage industry, what was happening with like, um, you know, ninja loans, no income, no job loans. And then, and then I hopped into the real estate industry and it was like, it was kind of surreal, but I just saw so many people making so much money so easily and people that really just would start out or they had a few years in the industry. And I'm talking like 70 grand a month, you know, they buy a house a couple months later, flip it for $60,000 profit. And it was exciting. It was a really, really, really exciting time. And then in a few people that I talked to knew that that crash was coming, you know, or was warning me about it. And and when it hits, it was kind of surreal because it was like, okay, it hits, but it didn't affect me instantly. Then, you know, three months, six months out, that's when I started to really feel the pain. And I saw um, friends that had multiple properties that could no longer pay the mortgages, people that were couldn't pay the mortgages in their homes and just staying there anyways. And the bank was so backed up with foreclosures that people lived in their homes six months, 12 months without paying any any of the mortgage and the bank couldn't. So basically what just, happened was they couldn't sell. They'd yes. flip these things and they always assumed they could sell it at higher prices and all of a sudden they couldn't and they were stuck. Is that what happened? Correct. Or trying to rent them out and couldn't find the renters to, to rent it out. Correct. So what did you learn from that that has helped you in helping entrepreneurs going forward? Um, well, that goes back to also, it goes back to the main lesson was always keep your eye on your money and create systems for your money. Systems are what build wealth. Mm -hmm. Systems build wealth. They build poverty. They build middle class. They build all of it. And you have to choose your systems very wisely. And so like I have an own, my own personal income uh, system. And then for businesses, you have to have systems and you just trust those systems. You get them set up. You, you find the best system to build wealth and you have to keep your eye on the ball. Like right after, uh, you know, there, there was a day, there was times after the crash where I had to check my bank account on a daily basis to make sure that all the money was going in the right places. And I don't think most people do that. And, and what I've learned more, especially now, is just how much focus uh, that real solid entrepreneurs and wealthy people have on just managing and taking care of their money. Now, one of the things that's unusual about your system, the Entrepreneur House and the podcast, is you call it location independent. What, what do yeah. you mean by that? And how can somebody have a, a business that's successful without having a specific location? Yeah, this is uh, where the old business world and the new business world is really merging, and I think it's incredibly exciting. Location independence is this movement of people that are building solid, real businesses online, and they're—I mean—and they're either selling them, or they're, and they're making tens of thousand dollars a month, or they're making, you know, seven or eight figures a year through their businesses, and they can do it from anywhere in the world, wherever they have Wi-Fi. That's incredibly exciting. And back, you know, five, ten years ago, what it started out is, hey, I want to be a freelancer and just do work for somebody for, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month and travel the world. And, which was kind of a cool thing. But what we found is like more and more people really want to do this. And the movement has turned to to um, to the place where things are transforming. And those people that were starting out freelancing five or 10 years ago have built solid businesses, whether a software business or internet marketing business or Amazon business or, you know, all these different types of businesses that can be ran online. And they're using outsourcing for, for different, um, 
from different countries and geo-arbitrage, geo which means you get paid in dollars, live on pesos, and pay the employees in, ru in rupees. And so the dollar goes so much farther when you're making money and then paying in a different currency. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, so what are the advantages of having an independent uh, location, I guess you call it, in location-independent business compared to a traditional place with brick and mortar and offices and stores and factories? Yeah, uh, overhead is number one. Um, you know, if you have factories and stores and office places, uh, you're, you're dishing out a lot of money for, for overhead. Um, a lot of people can just start out and bootstrap. Uh, bootstrapping meaning just start with nothing or very little money, not having any outside investment for your business. And you can start to build something. And it might take you, of course, any business takes you a few years to get started. But, you know, after year one, maybe you have $1,000 coming in in that business. Then year two, maybe you have 3000 Then year three, then you're at 5000 Then year four, you know, you're at 10000 or so. But you're building um, uh, basically a business that has no overhead. Plus, you can be anywhere in the world as long as you have decent Wi-Fi. And what's really exciting is um, the outsourcing opportunities. So you can get people to do the quote-unquote online, online labor or hire people. That um, It's a really good wage in their country. For example, Eastern Europe or the Philippines. You can pay them $10 an hour, a really good developer or a really, really good designer. Whereas in the United States or North America, you're going to pay them $25, $50 an hour. So uh, it's a huge advantage. It's just leverage, Jordan. It's just um, using what's available with the Internet and, and geo-arbitrage and connecting each other and connecting the world to create awesome uh, location independent businesses. So how can somebody who hasn't done this before learn to create a location independent business based on their expertise and education and what they're interested in? I think the first step, Jordan, is to read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And the title is shocking because um, it uh, you know, imposes that you're laying in a hammock in Thailand and you know, doing nothing and making tons of money. But the book is really good because it gives step, it gives good, uh, a step-by-step -step study guide on how to start building something online. Now, of course, you have to pick uh, either what you're, what you love or what type of business that you're in. And that's kind of up to you. Um, I, you know, I think one of the podcasts that we're going to talk about a little later, uh, one of the things that I learned from the the guest on the show was that to take your your um, your traits or your qualifications that you have and just build them into a business. You don't necessarily need to go learn a bunch of new qualifications, but take those qualifications that you have from your past. Maybe it's from former uh, a former uh, company that you used to work for, or a hobby that you have, and build that into a type of business because you can definitely do that um, online these days. Tell us about your uh, podcast, Entrepreneur House, and what your style is and what, what, what drives Entrepreneur House podcasts. Yeah. Um, well, we started The Entrepreneur House is, was basically a business accelerator for entrepreneurs that wanted to live together and scale their business rapidly and help each other out. And what happened is we were getting so many success stories that I wanted to start uh, recording these uh, stories on a podcast. So I got about 30 or so that were really good stories. And then I decided, you know, this is a really great marketing channel. So um, I made the goal for myself to create uh, 100 podcasts in 100 days 
with $100,000 entrepreneurs and higher. And I did that. I did 101 podcasts in 106 days, so just barely missed it. But uh, but we got some amazing entrepreneurs, and it, it was what was really cool is these are location independent entrepreneurs uh, calling in all from all around the world. And you could see the different business models from the podcast. And a lot of them were earning seven figures or eight figures that came on the show. So I decided to create a second series, which is a hundred podcast with seven figure location independent entrepreneurs to really get behind the science in the minds of people that are sitting in Hong Kong building online businesses, but maybe they're from the U.S. or sitting in Buenos Aires building this awesome eight-figure business and to see how they do it and the tools that they're using and the systems that they're using to keep this this afloat and going great we're going to get into some detail about some of the things you've learned from those after the break uh, this is jordan goodman of the money answer show my guest this hour is chris reynolds he is the host and founder of the entrepreneur house podcast you can find out more about him at his website theentrepreneurhouse.com We'll be back after this. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We've all been there, struggling to keep up with credit card payments, searching for a simpler, safer way out of debt. Well, here it is. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a nonprofit service that has been helping people reduce or eliminate their credit card debt for over 20 years. Most of us have made late payments and even gone over our credit limits. Before we know it, our balances are out of control and we can barely afford to make the minimum payments. If this sounds familiar and you're ready to take control of your debts, call Cambridge right away at 1-800-897-2200 for a debt-free analysis. Cambridge will work with your creditors and may be able to reduce your interest rates and get you out of debt fast. In fact, Cambridge's typical debt management clients save almost $150 every month on their credit card payments, and they're debt-free in just 50 months. So there is a simpler, safer way out of debt, and it all starts with Cambridge Credit Counseling. Call 1-800-897-2200 for your free debt analysis. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a Massachusetts-based nonprofit agency providing services nationwide. For complete licensing information, visit them online at cambridge-credit.org. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Has your small business been turned down for a loan by the bank? Is lack of capital hindering your business growth? Small businesses unable to obtain bank financing or tired of merchant cash advances can now get the financing they need. Corporate Lending Solutions provides short and long-term capital, revolving lines of credit, and unsecured business loans. Does your business need help with payables, supplies, or payroll? Corporate Lending Solutions has powerful programs to help. While getting a small business loan can be a long, daunting process, with Corporate Lending Solutions, it's simple and takes only one to three days. Call 800-261-6478 or visit CorporateLendingSolutions.com to learn more. 800-261-6478. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. We're always talking business. 
talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Reynolds. He's the host and founder of the Entrepreneur House podcast, and he also does retreats for entrepreneurs. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Glad to be here, Jordan. Tell us a little bit about the retreats. Where do you have them and how do they work and who is it appropriate for? We have them in, in different cities depending on the year. We've had them in, in Thailand, in Barcelona, and in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And they're for established entrepreneurs. So whether you're building a business online or offline, generally the, the type of person that comes um, is an entrepreneur that's trying to build and get to the next level. So on average, they've been an entrepreneur in between two to 10 years. And a lot of them are just working away in their hometown or their home office. And they want to really connect and kind of bond with other entrepreneurs and really scale rapidly. And what we find is when we get these minds together, I'm sure you've seen it before, Jordan, like when these, these, these brilliant people come together and they start masterminding and exchanging ideas and helping one another out, then their business, their business and their goals just start, you know, start really rapidly growing. And it's amazing to see the results and um, kind of the kinship that happens in that, that experience. How long is the retreat and how much does it cost for somebody to go to it? Um, so the event that we just recently did in Thailand is 10 days, but we have the option because people come all the way to Thailand to extend and stay two weeks after that. And so it's about $1,500. It's not too expensive at all. And for, you know, three or four weeks in Thailand, it's uh, a, a great experience. And, um, there was a second question there. Did I miss that? <laughs> how long? No, you did. How long it is, where it is, and, and how much it costs. So you're, we're covered yeah. there. But I, cool. there must be a lot of networking that comes out of that as well that goes beyond the actual event. Yeah, and I, and I take it networking is kind of a, a light word to use for what happens there. It's, it's really a, um, a bonding. And so if any of the listeners can imagine um, – you know, what happens when you either work together and work hard on a project together to grow it, or if you've been an athlete or on a sports team, when you guys work really hard to make a championship or win a, win a big game. And that's kind of what happens here is people are um, there because they're in a new city. They're open already. Uh, they're like-minded people, which excites them because maybe, you know, like I mentioned, they may be in their hometown just working away with their family and just challenged to be around other like-minded people. And so things kind of open up and that's when we say the magic happens. And maybe one entrepreneur uh, that's there is really good at marketing, but another entrepreneur that's there is really good at copywriting. Another entrepreneur that's there may be great at Facebook ads. Another entrepreneur that's there may be really good at sales. And once you start putting these together, somebody who may be stumped in one area can just reach out, you know, the person who's working, you know, right next to him and ask him a question, which may have took them 
two hours or two days or two weeks to figure out if they didn't have that person there. So the consulting, it's like a bonding, a networking, a consulting, and what you find is a kinship. And many people end up um, traveling to the countries and meeting, meeting people in different countries around the world that were at our events um, or forming partnerships, building apps, starting new business together, businesses together. So it's really exciting. Excellent. So let's go into some specific examples of some of the entrepreneurs that you interviewed on the Entrepreneur House. Uh, and let's start with uh, Nate Ginsburg, uh, who did, bought and uh, built and sold an Amazon business for about a million dollars. Tell us his story and, and what you learned from it. So uh, Nate's a good friend, and he was, uh, believe it or not, he was teaching English in Asia, uh, kind of backpacking through the north of Thailand. Came across this, uh, he was in his little town called Pai, Thailand, just kind of a little hippie town. And he met this guy who was a quote-unquote location-independent entrepreneur who started telling him about building business online making money, traveling the world, and this sort of thing. And Nate at the time, I believe, was probably late 20s, you know, 26, 27 or so. And, you know, it struck an interest with him. And so he went, he went and started doing his research. And he decided to open an Amazon store. And as a lot of people know, Amazon's hot right now, especially like five years ago. Amazon in the U.S. was really, really hot. And he opened a store and started building his team. I think he built his team up to 13 members or so. He also extended his store out to the UK. So he was selling in Europe as well. And after about five years, he got to the point where um, uh, some outside investment came in and outside investors came in and they liked what they saw. And they came in and brought some investment money and, and which launched it even, which grew the business even more. And then they decided to sell, they actually sold half the business. So they sold the, uh, the U.S. side of the business and they still have the European side of the business and sold it for just shy of a million dollars. And um, now what, Nate's- What were they selling on Amazon? I can't, it, it's, an, it's an NDA when it comes to, oh. <laughs> to when it, yeah. When it comes to any Amazon seller, usually when they're selling or when they've sold, they have to they have an NDA and they don't want to tell the products that they're selling because then all the other Amazon sellers are going to jump on it real quick. I see. But but yeah. it, I mean, le- learning from that, other people who do not have expertise in anything can learn to become big Amazon sellers. You think it's it's still replicable today? I think it is. I don't think it's quite as hot. You know, everything has its bubble. So I don't think uh, Amazon in the U.S. is quite as hot it was, as it was uh, a few years ago. But Amazon in Europe is pretty hot right now. So um, even if you are from the U.S., Nate's an American, even if you are from the U.S., that's still an opportunity that exists to, to be a seller in, in Europe. Another person you talked to is Dan Norris who you say had seven years of failed entrepreneurship, but then turned things around quickly. Tell us his story briefly. So Dan is uh, he's an Australian, and he was he kind of has a similar story to me, like just a lot of failure in his in his um, striving to be an entrepreneur. And he started out multiple businesses, and none of them worked. And kind of out of desperation, he created. Um, he created his business called WP Curve. And he what was interesting about Dan's story is that 
he, you know, when you, when you start a business, you always want to get validation from either fellow entrepreneurs or people that you really respect and admire in one way or another, even, you know, friends sometimes, and even if it may not be the best advice. And so he decided to just, he got some validation back. Idea. But because he had nothing else to do and out of de- desperation, he still continued to build it. And I think it was about three years or so I got to the point where it was seven figures-ish right around there and he sold it. But um, yeah, it, it, it was just the idea. What he mentions in his podcast is that when it comes to small unfunded businesses, uh, validation is really not something that you need to look for. You need to just kind of get to work. If you like the idea, start the hustle and go after it. And what was he actually selling? What was the business? So WP Curve is a service-based business that helps people with WordPress. And basically, they have a bunch of um, employees in their business online, remote employees, that... um, that if you have a problem with WordPress, if you don't understand how to fix it, you can pay Dan a service for X amount. You can pay WP Curve um, X amount per month and then have full access to all those employees that can help you through those WordPress problems. So his employees are all over the world probably pretty cheap to Correct. Have, right. That's the way, that was the yeah. secret of success. Very good. Okay, yeah. now the, yeah. the next one, a uh, guy named Bobby Edwards did something called the Squatty Potty. So how did that work? Yeah, are you familiar with Squatty Potty? I think I've heard of it, yes. Jordan. Yes. Okay, so the Squatty Potty is is um, a stool that helps people go to the, the restroom um, when they have colon problems. And so uh, basically Bobby's mother was having a really hard time um, going to the restroom because of colon problems. And she didn't know what to do. She went to all the doctors, different types of doctors, and none of them could help her out. And so I think they came across some home re- remedy book or something that told them, well, if you just put a stool under the toilet when you go, it makes it much more comfortable. And so that's what they did. And so Bobby uh, built, so it worked for his mother. And then his mother got really excited. And, and so he built a little stool that fits under the, the toilet that could just slide under there so it, doesn't, so it doesn't bother you when you're there, you know, if somebody doesn't need it. And, um, and so Bobby's mom loved it. And what she did is she shared it with her other uh, woman, lady friends that were having troubles with this. And they loved it. And then they gave it to their friends for Christmas. And they loved it. And they loved it. And, loved it, and it just spread. And it was doing, uh, it was, the business was doing really well. And then they created this viral video. If anybody wants to check out really good marketing, um, especially YouTube, like viral video marketing, you, could, you should check out this just Google and YouTube Squatty Potty, it'll come up. And they hired this company to come in and create this video. And I think it has 150 million views or so as of this time last year when I interviewed him. And um, now they're running this lean, amazing, 35 million, they do $35 million in a year um, with 17 employees. And I just think that is so amazing because, you know, 20 years from now, or 20 years ago, 
it would have been dang near impossible to have a $35 million a year business with only 17 employees. Now with the internet, the way things are today, like it's very doable. And all the pieces, like the manufacturing and the shipping is all virtual. He doesn't have to own all that. Is that right? Correct. He doesn't do the manufacturing and the shipping. He doesn't, you know, he's not owning all, any of that. He's using other companies and his 17 employees are, are kind of running the company for him. So it seems the key there was seeing a need, in this case from his mother, and then addressing the need. That's, that's the core of entrepreneurship success, is to see an unmet need. Is that right? I would say you're 100% right, Jordan. Very good. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Chris Reynolds. He's the host and founder of The Entrepreneur House. His website is theentrepreneurhouse.com, and he's also got The Entrepreneur House podcast. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Attention heroes, current and former firefighters, law enforcement, military, medical, or educational professionals. Heroes can receive rewards averaging over $2,500 when they buy, sell, or refinance a home. Heroes come first. Along with the Homes for Heroes is the nation's largest hero reward program. Their mission is to provide extraordinary savings to heroes who provide extraordinary services to our nation and its communities every day. Learn how you you can purchase a home for no down payment, no closing costs, and get money back at closing. Find out how you can own for less than you may pay for rent. Get your hero rewards at heroescomefirst.com. That's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, comefirst.com, 888-437-6114. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Reynolds, the host and founder of The Entrepreneur House and The Entrepreneur House Podcast. His website is theentrepreneurhouse.com. Welcome back to the show, Chris. 
Honored to be here, Jordan. Thanks. So we're talking about the various people you've interviewed in the Entrepreneur House that have been successful entrepreneurs. And then you have one called Dan Andrews. Tell me the story of Dan yeah. Andrews. Um, so Dan has a funny story. He started out uh, just working nine to five in San Diego. And one night he met a friend at a bar. His name's Ian, his business partner. He met a friend at the bar and Ian's like, hey, man, I got to show you something. Dan's like, what are you going to show me? And Ian was like, I got this idea. Dan's like, okay. And Ian says, check this out. And he showed him, showed Dan a picture of some cat furniture. And Dan's like, what's this all about? And Ian's like, we're going to sell this online. We're going to make a lot of money. Dan's like, okay, sure. But they actually did. They teamed up with uh, another person and uh, created a partnership where they started selling cat furniture. I think they outsourced it, or they they um, they bought it from manufacturers in China and then shipped it to the United States and became, I believe, the number one cat furniture seller online and um, eventually moved to the Philippines to continue to run that business so they could keep their costs low, their expenses low while growing that business. And after seven years, they sold it for two million bucks. And then during that time, what Dan noticed was this movement that we've been talking about, the location independent entrepreneurs who were living in you know, the Philippines or Bali or Hong Kong or Barcelona or wherever, building these businesses online. And one thing that wasn't quite happening yet is people creating events for those entrepreneurs. So they just decided to create um, conferences. And their main conference that they run till today still is DCBKK Conference, which is a huge conference of about 250 successful online entrepreneurs that talk about living uh, location independent, building business online, growing their business. And um, they have a forum, an online forum. So you have to apply to become part of this online forum. It's called the Dynamite Circle, dynamitecircle.com. And you apply to become a member and the forum is I, I'm a member and I, it's probably one of the, one of the best business investments that I've ever, um, I've ever invested in. And it's just such great knowledge about location and independent entrepreneurship that you learn from the forum. Um, and they're very, the people that are members of the forum, I think there's 1,300 or so, they're very tight-knit, but also very helpful and willing to give you a hand in whatever questions you may have in business. Um, and then they continue to do events, you know, around the world with the Dynamite Circle. And um, it's it's great to see because, like, now they have a business. So there's 1,300 members. I think they... You know, have have a online forum. It's just an online forum on a vanilla platform, which produces five to six hundred thousand dollars a year for them. And they sold their business, and they're continuing to grow this company and help entrepreneurs grow at the same time. It sounds directly competitive to what you're doing with Entrepreneur House. Yeah, in a way, you know, I focus more on like um, creating short-term events that help up these entrepreneurs. Uh, scale rapidly and not necessarily just location independent entrepreneurs. They kind of focus more on the location independent entrepreneurs that are, you know, living in the Philippines or so. Um, so similar, but a bit different. <laughs> so in that case, cat furniture, I mean, you'd think that Petco and the, all those stores would already have lots of cat furniture. It didn't seem like there's a demand that wasn't being met. How do they, 
come up with something that wasn't already being offered. You know, it was interesting. I'm guessing that they found it because they could bring it from China. I'm guessing that they found it at a lower price to where they could ship it over and the cost would still be lower so they were undercutting Petco. what was already in the marketplace, as we were saying. Yeah, because again, like no overhead, lower cost, right? The concept was out there, but what they were bringing to the party was lower cost and still quality. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay, the next one you talked to, a guy is named Nev Lapwood in the snowboard business. So what did he do that made, was, was successful? Yes, this is the perfect example of a person taking a hobby putting it on the internet and building it into a multi-million dollar business. And again, it's not something he did overnight, right? I th think it took Nev seven or 10 years or so. But he started, he's a guy from New Zealand, loves snowboarding. He started making how-to snowboard videos on YouTube. And this was 10 years ago, right? When there wasn't a lot of how-to snowboard videos on YouTube. And he started to get a following. It started to grow and grow and grow and he thought to himself, well, maybe I should sell some snowboard equipment. So then he started finding manufacturers or creating, building snowboard equipment that he could sell. And then he decided to create his own type of snowboards and snowboard equipment and personally brand it under his name. So his business is snowboardaddiction.com. And his, this is... He's, I think he's in his mid-30s or so. Nev now lives in Canada in Whistler. And he has this really cool company. I believe they did $3 million last year. And they, uh, it's him, and he actually has an office. Uh, he has a team, and I, I believe of 15 people or so. But his one rule for the people that work with him is that they can go snowboard anytime that they want. And so if it's Thursday afternoon or if they decide Monday morning they want to go snowboard, they don't have to worry about work. They just send a message and say, hey, we're going snowboarding today. And that really kind of helps build the brand, but also the culture of the business of like, we value snowboarding, work comes second, but make sure you get your work done at the same time. So, so if you want to check. One of the things to learn from him was the passion he had for it, which carries passion. through the business, right? Right. And that I'm sure you've seen a hundred times, a million times, Jordan, is like, if you love what you do, that's, that's the theme of any... Um, any successful entrepreneur, if you love what you do, eventually you're going to be successful at it if you do it long enough. Then the next guy you talked about is Stefan Jacob, who turned a nonprofit adventure into a for-profit. So tell us his story. This is a fun story and also a similar idea about taking your passion and creating a business out of it. And so, excuse me. <coughs> and so what Stefan did is um, him and his business partner – they wanted to create a business. They didn't really know uh, which route they wanted to go, but they knew that they loved like these adventure races. And so <laughs> one day they rented a llama. They decided they were going to create an adventure race. They rented a llama, went onto a college campus, and um, started marketing for for their adventure race. Now, normally, Stefan said that, of course, if you bring livestock onto a college campus, they're going to kick you off as soon as possible. But because it was a llama and people really liked it and wanted to pet it, and, and it just, the security at the campus didn't seem to care. So they got free marketing out of that. And they created this, uh, their very first adventure race, which was a number of profit um, race where they could do, you know, like a Tough Mudder sort of thing, mm -hmm. a 5K or 10K. 
And um, so it was non for profit, so they gave money to charity. Well, they also realized, so they created another one and another one. And during this process, what they realized is that they were really creating a brand that they could sell products for profit at their adventure races because they were taking off so well. Um, and this is, I don't know, I think he started around six years ago. Don't quote me on the exact year. But um, today, I think. Jordan, they do something ridiculous, like 150 nonprofit races per year around the U.S. and Canada, and they use that to promote and market for their now um, outdoor hiking adventure apparel company called Cotopaxi. So if you guys Google Cotopaxi.com, I believe the website is, you can check out all the backpacks and in uh, athletic uh, hiking equipment that they sell. and But that's such a non-traditional marketing business model to use. Let's take adventure, you know, think about it. Let's take adventure races and make non-profits out of that so it attracts more people who like this sort of thing, but then let's sell our product and use those adventure races um, as, marketing, as a marketing funnel to sell our product where we make money. So the people don't object to selling the for-profit stuff because it's kind of got this patina of the non-profit yeah. part. That's, exactly. that's the, the, the miracle of his particular case, right? Yes. Could that be done in other... Are there other ways you could do a similar kind of thing where you sell for-profit things at a non-profit uh, event of some kind? I think so. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's pretty... Uh, a lot of charities out there that are doing non-profits that, that maybe sell apparel or something for, for money. But... Um, not at the top of my head. I, I, I think it's that's a unique something, model. <laughs> it's kind of it's, a unique it's model. It's a very unique model. And I think that's what takes time to sit down and kind of, you know, that happened organically. But take time to sit down and, and try something. They were just trying these adventure races to see if they had something. And then the business came out of that. And But that's really, you know, it's non-traditional business model, non-traditional marketing. And, but it just goes to show you that anything is really possible. It seems that one of the things you learned from that one is being open to the possibilities. I mean, uh, they, they saw this, but the, they, they were open to the possibility of selling for-profit stuff at the nonprofit. It, it was there, but they had to kind of recognize it. That seems like one of the lessons from that particular one. And having fun. I mean, who, who wouldn't have fun if you rent a llama and take it onto a college campus to create an adventure race, right? Yeah, you have to be a little bit outside the box, as you say, not to get thrown off the campus by security. But I guess they kind of got, got through that one. Very good. Yeah. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Chris Reynolds. You can see he's got a lot of very interesting stories of <laughs> entrepreneurs around the world. Uh, his website is called The Entrepreneur House. Uh, at that, he has a podcast called the Entrepreneur House Podcast. He also has retreats around the world uh, teaching entrepreneurs uh, how to explode their businesses even more. You can find out all about this at theentrepreneurhouse.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Looking for an investment option? Consider Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. Secured Real Estate Income Strategies is a real estate-backed option offering investments with a monthly income objective. The goal of the strategy is to lend money to real estate developers. SREIS offers an 8% preferred return per annum, plus a share in any profits. 
While there is risk, including loss of capital, and you should carefully read the offering circular for full details, Secured Real Estate Income Strategies screens each real estate loan carefully. Call 888-444-2102 or visit securedrealestatefunds.com to learn more. 888-444-2102. Jordan Goodman is an advisor to and part owner in Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. This does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities. Securities offered through North Capital Private Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Reynolds, host and founder of the Entrepreneur House. He also has the Entrepreneur House podcast and uh, retreats around the world. You can find out more at theentrepreneurhouse.com. Welcome back to the show, Chris. So happy to be here, Jordan. So we're talking about various entrepreneurs you've interviewed over the years on the Entrepreneur House. And the next one we want to talk about is Russ Perry. I guess it's called Design Pickle. So uh, what did he do that was successful? Russ is uh, the founder of Design Pickle, and Design Pickle is a design business where you can, if you need designs for your business, creative types of designs, they have, I think, like 100 or so designers that um, can do the work that you need it at your beck and call. And so... Um, what was really cool about this business is the simplicity. And I think you're probably familiar with it, Jordan, and other entrepreneurs out there. But uh, listeners, I'm sure if you've ever bought a product or a software service online, you've seen there's usually a pricing tier. You know, the basic, the, the platinum, and then the gold pricing tiers. On average, there's kind of three different pricing tiers depending on the business. Um, when Russ started this business, he wanted to make it as simple and as clear as possible. And so he has one pricing tier, and that's it. So I think it's like 350 bucks a month, and you get unlimited amounts of designs for $350 per month. And if you need one design, it's $350 a month. If you need 100 designs, it's $350 a what month. What kind of designs are we talking about? Product designs or graphic designs? What kind of designs are we talking about here? 
Both, both. So if you, yeah, if you want a graphic design for logos or for, you know, social media posts or for anything in your business, any type of designs, they can create it for you. And so he uses designers all over the world virtually. That's he doesn't virtually? need to, right? No, he doesn't Correct. need to employ them directly. Yeah, he actually, and Russ actually does have an office out of Phoenix, but the majority of his, uh, they don't come into the office, the designers don't. And so, and basically with the service, uh, the simplicity model was so great because we we talked about this. Uh, When a buyer goes to a landing page or when a buyer goes to buy anything, sometimes they can be overwhelmed with choices. So think about when you go to a restaurant and there's just so many things on the menu, especially great things, you're confused, right? You don't know if you want the chicken or the steak or you know this amazing uh, duck platter or whatever it may be. And that really stops the buying decision. And so what he thought is like, give them, make it easy for them. Give them one choice. Maybe it's for them, maybe it's not. And I imagine some of you have been to um, a restaurant where there's like 10 to 15 choices. It makes it so easy. Okay, I have this, 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 this. I'm feeling like this, done. And it makes the experience, uh, it actually takes a load off their shoulders and makes the experience nicer for the buyer. Let's go on to the next one. It was Michael Erickson, uh, who did PPC spending. So explain how that one worked. Yeah, so Michael Erickson is doing over a million dollars a month in PPC spending, meaning he's managing his business, um, uh, is managing over a million dollars a month in pay-per-click spending. And um, when, when, when we talked to Michael, what we really got behind the mind was was the difference between team building at the six-figure uh, level and the seven-figure level. And what he talked about was that, you know, you can have a B team uh, creating a six-figure business. You can get by with that. But to get to seven figures and eight figures and beyond, you really have to have A team players. You really have to have some of the best of the best on your team to making to make sure that they're doing the absolute best job that they can for your company. And so it was a great example of just really understanding um, how important building your team was and how he, he and what, another thing he mentioned was uh, he wanted to give the, the team, not only the team, but the, the customers, the clients, the feel like you have at the Apple store, the feelings. So when you go to the Apple store, everything uh, for the most part is, is simple and it's fun and exciting and it's a great experience. And so from going to that six figure to the seven figure, making sure the team were all A players, they could create really the Apple store experience within their business. Then you have a guy named Johnny FD. Uh, how did he, uh, how is he successful? He, um, well, he, he does a lot of affiliates. So he's an internet marketer that does affiliates, similar to you. Um, and he started out in Northern and Thailand also, uh, creating affiliates over years and years and years, finally got to the point where he's at seven figures. Uh, what the, what's really great about Johnny is that um, he documents on his blog all of his incomes, all of his expenses, all of his uh, problems, all of his lessons that he's learned. He's incredibly vulnerable and open to 
to find, to share about what he's learning through every step of the process. So you can actually see his personal and business um, income statements, financial statements on his blog. And what we learned from that is that talking about money uh, helps you learn about money and it helps you grow. And I grew up in a, a Midwest middle class mindset where you didn't really talk about money. If you had money problems, maybe you told a friend and that was about it. And the thing is you really have to open up and communicate about your money problems, your financial problems, your business problems if you want to learn and grow from that. And that's what great that's what Johnny's great at. So the vulnerability that he's showing makes people want to trust him. Is that the idea? Absolutely. And that's a key part of all this success is you're not seeing people in person. There's got to be a level of connection and trust to make people want to do transactions with you. Very true. Very true. Then you have a guy named Justin Cook. Uh, how is he successful? Um, Justin is the founder of uh, Empire Flippers. And another great story about, you know, living in a remote location where the costs are cheap. He lived in the Philippines, um, starting off, you know, $1,500 a month with monthly expenses and bootstrapped his business. Uh, Empire Flippers is now, I believe, on Inc. Inc. 500's uh, top 500 business list. I think he's like number 150 or something like that and has been for the past couple of years. And they buy and sell uh, websites. So they bring the seller and the buyers together and broker um, successful websites. And it's a cool process that they walk people through because you can actually get online, get their website, and on their website, empireflippers.com, enter a bunch of information about your business, your, your website, see how much it's worth, and then they can give you a valuation. Um, and... Justin's key point that I learned from him was that don't ever build a business that doesn't serve you. So if you're building a business that um, creates too much, too much distress in your life or if you're building a business that um, you really don't love, you don't care to continually do, or if you're building a business model that really doesn't fit into your family life, don't ever do that. Um, he'll take any... Any type of business model or um, structure that's in his business, and if it's not serving him or the business, throw it out and keep working to find something new to make sure it works correctly and efficient with the business. In about two minutes we have left, why don't you kind of sum up the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial opportunity that people have today that people may not even recognize as possible after seeing all these examples? I think today, Jordan, is the one of the most opportunistic times in the history of the world to be an entrepreneur and to actually grow it to levels that were unheard of even 20 years ago. And so we'll go back to the story of Bobby Edwards, $35 million a year business with 17 employees. The majority of the stuff is ran through the internet and online. And that is incredible because Bobby was just a regular middle-class family in Utah before that his family was. And, and, and really, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to start a business, it's never been easier. It's never been um, um, cheaper, really, to do it because you don't necessarily need the overhead anymore as well. And so, like... It takes time. Any business takes time. Any entrepreneur will tell you. It's going to take, you know, the average business takes three to five years to grow. 
but people that stick through that learning curve, they can really have businesses that can put them, uh, help them live lifestyles that they couldn't, you know, they could, entrepreneurs couldn't have 20 or 30 years ago. So for example, you create a business, you can create a, even if you make something like $60,000 a year, you can take your family and you can live in different cities around the world. You don't have to live in exotic, you know, you don't have to live in Thailand. You don't have to live in Hong Kong. You can live in different cities in the United States and you can make a good life for yourself. And that, that is amazing. Very good. Well, thanks so much. We've learned a lot about how to become a successful entrepreneur. My guest has been Chris Reynolds. He's the host and founder of The Entrepreneur House. Uh, you can find out more at theentrepreneurhouse.com, listen to his podcasts, go to his retreats. You've really been a great inspiration, Chris. Thanks so much for being on The Money Answer Show. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.